I don't have time to play video games. I don't have time to watch a fucking show I want to watch. I don't have time to do shit except for what everybody else wants me to do. And you know what? I'm fucking sick of it. I'm the, I'm, st- I'm, oh. It's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all so you don't have to. It's movies that don't suck and some that do. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listener of all ages, this is another episode of Movies Don't Suck and Some Do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And my Dr. Fate helmet does not fit over the headphones. my headphones. Yeah. No, it doesn't. I tried. I tried. I was trying that while the, the theme song was playing. It did not work. Um, oh, my friend Topher just sent me a picture about him in a referee costume that I gave him because oh, it nice. doesn't fit me because I'm fat. <laughs> uh, anyway. anyway, so today we're talking uh, two movies, movies that are out there in the viewing world. Just like this week, uh, next week, we'll be talking like what? Pray for the devil and uh, Weird Al or whatever. Anyway, um, next, this week, we're, I don't know what movies we're doing next week yet. We'll talk about that later. Um, So this week, um, we are talking two movies that are out there in the world for all of us to watch. First is the movie Stranger, which comes from us from the, I said the Stranger. Okay, sorry. You said stranger, not the stranger. I said the stranger. Oh, I mean, I said. Uh, I mean, I think. I mean, you have the bad memory. You're the one that has <laughs> the really shitty memory. All right, the stranger. Who's in the stranger? I know I got the helmet, but where can I put it? And I got to be careful with it because it is handmade. There we go. That works. That there works. we go. Yeah, it's kind of like it. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um, the Stranger coming from Netflix because they make movies now in Australia. <laughs> it's and, and they uh, starring the uh, guy who did that movie once about fighting, uh, Joel Edgerton. Yeah, I'll tell you. Part of the reason, part of the reason I stuck around, because I thought I'd finally get you all to myself. But you didn't have any interest in training me. Yeah, Tommy was the one. Oh, Brandon, I was a drunk. I mean, you know. But I'm sorry. I'll forget it. You're always a front runner. Never had any interest in underdogs. But I was your son. You are my son, Brandon. Am I? Yeah, you are. So, uh, that's George, not, not Nick Nolte, but George is in that. And, um, I want to mention that. You know, Joel Edgerton for a long time, he was my boy. He was like, he was my Gosling. He was my Shia. I know. Like, but what movies has he been in? Not, not, not a whole lot since then. He's like, in, ever. Oh, with the invitation he's been in that, dude. Let's see. Uh, the Great Gatsby, I guess, is a good one. Oh, The Gift. Um, Loving. Come on, dude. Loving. I don't, um, you haven't seen Loving, have you? No, I don't know that one. Oh, yeah, dude. I don't know that one. Um, I'm trying to read him. He was in the Green and, Knight. Uh, he was in the Green Knight. Gringo. Red well, Sparrow. I know he was in the Green Knight. He comes in night. Yeah. Oh, Star Wars. Yeah, I forgot he was in Star Wars. There he goes. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't a good movie once. Hey, come on. Uh, because <laughs> King Arthur sucked. Even that edition, Ned Kelly wasn't that good. Uh, even the Star Wars ones he was in are not that good. Oh, Smoking Aces. That's a good one. That's the one I said. There we go. Man. So he's he's had three good movies in his career. 
Uh, Black yeah, Mass then, is good. Midnight Special is good. He comes in eyes good. Uh, I like Gringo is good. He's uh, in the original Midnight Special with uh, freaking Robert De Niro no, and Mid- Al Pacino. No, we're talking about we're talking about uh, Jeff Nichols Midnight Special. Oh well, that doesn't yeah. exist. And the, yeah, uh, the, the original Midnight Special. He's in uh he's in Loving, which I think you like Loving, dude. But you know, whatever. Eh, whatever. But anyway, Joel anyway. Chen's my boy. Joel Chen's my boy. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just bucked with you today. Maybe I did need to have a cigarette before I came <laughs> on. <my life. laughs> but anyway, uh, also in this movie, Sean Harris is a part of this movie, sir. I'm glad to hear it. It was the same thing happened to me a few years back. I took a boy from his family in Marseille. It was a long negotiation, to say the least. Went on for so long, I made a mistake. I bonded with the boy. We became close. <laughs> I kept saying he wanted to come and visit me when it was all over. I, I watched that clip like four times for to understand what he was saying. I was like, what is he talking about? Like, 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 what is he saying? Because this is... You didn't understand that it was him about his story about him kidnapping a boy. Yeah, I figured that out. But like, he had to bury their body. It's just his voice was, so, his accent was so thick and like, and gruff. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, like, but I get it Why now. gotta make fun of him, dude? Why can't you just be friends and oh, nice? I like, be nice to people. I like Sean Harris. He's a, such a dirty ass. Sean actor. Harris is a good actor. He's yeah. been in a lot of good movies, yeah, unlike Joel Harrington. Hey, but, um, but, anyway, um, and then Jada Albert, <laughs> Albert's in this as well. You're not the man I married. What you've done to our community, what you're doing to them now. You abandoned us. You done? You left your daughter in front of a troop of armed men. I can't ever forgive you for that. You had Cohen with you. You're her father. Yeah, so, uh, but there's tons of other people in this movie, but those are the three main ones that we're easy to find clips for because I, I tried to find clips for other people. It's impossible. You, you know, like. For Ian Leslie or... Oh, really? Or Steve, really? Or Steve, you mean my job is hard? Or Steve Buzakis? my job takes I, hours? I almost, found one, hours? I almost found a good one for Steve Buzakis, but but uh, but uh it's not very good in the first place. I'm like, it's like a, a, a clip from like J- uh, Prison Break where he talks for three seconds, maybe. So... Like, yeah, see? See, now 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 you know that how difficult it is to do my gig every week. All right. And then coming up, the big sexy you edit, movie of the you week. Did this movie? Did you edit this at the end of the week, dude? What the hell? Editing no, takes like it takes like an hour. No, it takes it Maybe takes an hour and a half. It takes more than that. It takes like five and a half hours to get the information and stuff that I look up. I mean, at I, least at minimum. Are, do you want me to leave the podcast right now? Is that, like, is that what you're doing? I don't know, dude. You're you're being really mean today. No, no, no you're over here like saying that I don't do anything. I'm saying you. I never said you did that. You just implied that because you want to make it feel like it. You know what, Chris? This is what I'm going to say to you right now. You ready? You ready? Okay. Vote. Okay. Well, make sure you vote. Yeah. Make, make sure you vote. I'm voting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> anyway, all right. I, I'll call my horses. I know you're getting upset now. All right. I love you. You're dead though. Look at you. You're such a happy little bald man. We're 50, just 50. like this bald man that we're going to talk about right now. The Rock. <laughs> what was that? That's my. Hold on one second. Oh my God, he's killing it. He's killing something in the background, guys. I don't know what it is. I think he's eating dogs. 
I don't know why he's eating dogs, but he is eating dogs. Eating dogs. Sorry, my, my puppy is a playpen turned over. Are you eating dogs? Are you eating dogs? I'm not eating dogs. So she's just she's just, she's just sad right now. Ugh. Is she sad because she's eating dogs? So, I hope not. <laughs> I'm saying dogs, but uh, who's eating the dogs? Uh, but yeah, let's let's keep going. You said the the rock. Anyway, anyway. so anyway, uh, the movie, the big sexy movie this week, of course, is Black Adam, featuring the one, the only. You know him so nice because he is the greatest actor alive to date. No one can top him. He is followed by the millions and millions of fans across the world. He's the pie-eating, jabroni-beaten, set-blazing, automatic, Black Adam himself, The Rock. Okay, okay, you know what? Moving too fast. Bottom line, are you in or are you out? In or out of what? Mm-mm, no time for questions, just action. In or out. Okay, well, then I'm out. I'm sorry, Jet. Actually, you're already in. Okay, then why would you ask me? Because I thought you would go, I'm in, Bob. And we would have had a really cool moment, but uh, you kind of ruined the whole thing. That's from Central Intelligence, right? Yeah, dude. Okay. I love that movie. I've been, I've, I've been watching that movie off and on in the background and shit for like the last couple of weeks. It's one of my favorite because it's just like the most cheesiest rock you can get. I mean, it gets pretty cheesy in the rundown. I love the rundown, by the way. The rundown's like one of the best movies oh, he's ever it's like, a, it's a the great movie. It's a fantastic movie. The rundown's amazing. Yeah, Sean William Scott becomes I mean, Scott Sean William Scott and his bad acting little, almost little ruined thunder, it. Little lightning, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, that was so bad. So bad. Um, also in this movie, uh the one, the only Pierce James Bond himself. Pierce Brosnan, yeah. At some point, yeah. Pierce Bronson. Brought Brosnan. Not Bronson. Mm-hmm. Brosnan. And what, word, and what words do you live by? trick is to quit while you're still a kid. That's one trick I've never learned. Perhaps you'll show me how it's done. Vodka martini. Shaken, not stirred. And for you? The same. How do you take it? Straight up. With a twist. Thank you, Mr. The name is Bond. James Bond. Xenia Sergeyevna on the top. On the top? On the top. Yeah, so that's from uh, Goldeneye. Pierce Brosnan's first role as James Bond. Not the best. He's he's not the best James Bond, but he's pretty good. I mean, he's like top three. I mean, it's like Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig's number one, right? Daniel Craig, Sean Connery, Pierce Bronston, Roger Moore. Uh, Then it's uh, whatever one the other (laughs) one's. I don't know. The ones that didn't exist for yeah. more than a movie. Yeah. Uh, also on this movie, the one, the only, Aldous Hodge. You know I didn't call you, Justin? Because every time I throw you a pass, you bat it down, just like you're doing now. That's not what we're doing. Come at me with all these, these legal excuses about the system, about, about how the truth doesn't matter. The truth matters. I know it matters. I know that. Okay? And that tape is extraordinary. I agree. But... I can't do anything legally. Okay, okay, stop. Okay? You know, man, you know, forget the tape, okay? Because I see what's going on here. You're sitting there trying to figure out how to let me down easy again. Well, you know what? That's not going to happen. Fucking Greg Kinnear. What a piece of shit. 
Why? Dungeons Mystery. <laughs> it's just in the whip. Why? All uh, right. And uh, Sarah Sahai. <laughs> Who? Sarah Sahai. Shahi? That's what I said. Oh, um, I, sh- I should be asking you. I- I've been assigned to you as an investigator. Rachel Benham. Why do you look so concerned? You ever worked murder before? Oh, I see. You think you got stuck with some fucking broad, huh? I didn't say that. Okay, well then don't get confused then, because I'm the one who's stuck. You're the dope who lost the case against a kid who shot a cop. Ooh. Fuck yeah. Uh, Fuck yeah. That's Black Adam. That's the main character. Mm-hmm. In I can't wait to talk that movie. I got so much information oh, about oh, that Oh, we're spoiling that, right? At the end, we're going to spoil it and... Yeah. Like, literally, I have, like, three pages of shit I wrote about it. Okay, so we will spoil like, it. We will do our quick <laughs> review. At the end of this episode, we will do a nice little um, spoiler. It's not spoiler. Uh, it's spoiler, a.k.a. comparison of, like, comic book mm-hmm. to the movie itself. Um, which, uh, to be honest, if you're following certain storylines... Is actually really fucking close. And I, like, yeah. This is probably one of the closest ones in the entire uh, in the entire yeah. comic book movies that we got, we've watched. Guys, we're gonna we're gonna give her a short little review, and then uh, we're gonna say leave. You don't want anything else, and then we're gonna we're gonna talk about things that are revealed. Talk how sexy the Rock is, butt naked. <sighs> um, but um, you can find us on only on network, Facebook, Facebook.com, slash news on so podcast, or on Twitter, NDS podcast, or on Instagram, NDS podcast. Uh, we are on yeah, Patreon, Patreon console, sexy. Patreon console, slash news on suck. We're on uh, bonfire, slash news on suck, something oh, to yeah. do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can find uh, shirts with it on it. If you guys don't like uh, social media, that's okay. You can send us an email at infomoviesdonsuck.net or moviesdonsuckpodcast at gmail.com and wherever you find podcasts. Where you find podcasts, you can find movies don't suck and something to do. Now, what do we do for small businesses? Now, Chris, this business is a historical business. Now, if you got a small business, we like to promote you, even if you don't tell us to. This place I'm going to promote just because I was there seven times in the last two months. So it's one of my favorite places that I get to hang out, even when there's nobody in there. Kings Bar? You are 100% (laughs) on the money, Mm -hmm. Mr. Sir. I am going to talk about the one, the only, Kane's Ballroom. Yet, at every picture I'm showing you, Chris, are mine. Mm-hmm. Okay, good, nice. That's a picture I took in front of Kane's Ballroom. Um, Kane's Ballroom has been around literally, literally for years and years and years. And for some reason, I accidentally closed the page. As soon as I said that, I closed the page that I wrote all the notes on. Damn it, Neil. Damn it. I was right. I was right about to go into it. This is, yeah. this is what you get right. for, for acting like I don't do anything on the podcast. <laughs> I know, right? Fuck you, man. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, Kane's Ballroom has was built in 1924 by Tulsa entrepreneur Tate Brady. The Kane's Ballroom has gone from a garage to a dime a dance joint and a dancing academy until it became what is known by artists and patrons alike as one of the top performance venues in the world today. 
Now, the, the Canes is known throughout the music industry as not only the home of Bob Wills, but also as the Carnegie Hall of Western Swing. Uh, the thing is, I've not seen any of that there. I've only seen rock bands, punk bands. Like, let's see, who, who have I seen there? Who's this? Uh, oh, yeah, that's Kay Flay. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's this? Oh, yeah, Green Day. <laughs> uh, oh, that's last night. Google go, go, Bordellos. Go, Bordell, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, there's Young Blood. There's a picture I took of Young Blood. Uh, Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats. Yeah. I mean, uh, man, there is just great energy. The they even got a barbecue place in there called Max Barbecue. It's great. But the thing is, if you are going to cross tour or if you're going to like the places to see rock music, I mean, if you're going to CBGBs, the Metro in Chicago, the Rainbow Room in LA, Red Rocks in Arkansas, you're trying to hit them all up. Kane's Ballroom is one of them. I'm going to tell you, I have been, well, I worked in music for what, 15, 20 years. I still work in music. It's I work in radio and stuff like that. I've been to so many venues. I can't even count. I couldn't I the more hairs on my on my arm that there's less hairs on my arm than I've been to venues. Like literally venues are my thing. I love music. Cannot rate this higher. So if you're ever in the Tulsa area, Kane's Ballroom, you can look them up. They got all kinds of shows coming up. Everybody from um, Death Cab Cutie, uh, The Flozzies, uh, Girl Talk Bad Sons with Last Dinosaurs, um, they, AWOL Nation, Dayglow, they, they always have Trevor Wallace. I mean, they always have a shit ton of people coming through there. Literally, get your chance, go there. Ella King is coming. Ooh, I'm going to that. Heck yeah. I just now saw that. I love Ella King. Do you love Ella King? Isn't that Rob Schneider's daughter? Yeah, she her she sings the uh, the one song that was famous was X's and O's. Yeah, yeah. But um, she's very bluesy. Yeah. Like, go listen to one of her albums. Okay. It's great on vinyl. Her stuff is fucking amazing on vinyl. The Stranger, directed by Thomason Wright. Thomason Wright is a Australian director. Uh this was a uh, he's directed such things as Everest, uh, Top of the Lake, uh, Acumus Fortune. This stars uh, Joel Edgerton. As Mark Frame. Yeah, I'll tell you. Part- uh, Sean Harris is Henry Teague. No, I'm glad to hear it. Also, J.D. Alberts is Kate Rylett. You're not the man I married. And uh, this also stars Steve Mazzucas as Paul Emery. Matthew Sumner is Controller. Fletcher Hover is Graham Ken. Alan Dukes is John. And uh, there's a storyline if you want to read it. Is it more than a line? Oh, it is. For yeah, once. Yes. A friendship forms between two strangers. From Henry Teague, worn down by a lifetime of physical labor, this is a true dream come true. His new friend, Mark, becomes his savior and ally. However, neither is who they appear to be. Each carries secrets that threaten to ruin them. And in the background, one of the nation's largest police operations is closing in. So this is a crime drama, not not really like an action you won't see a lot of gunshots. You won't... Anyway, so the stranger. Um, okay, so tell us about it, Chris. So uh, this movie is uh, it's dark, it's dank, it's dirty, it's um, it's tense, um, and it's based. By the way, it's based on a true story. I, don't, I didn't read too much on the real. Well, it's super based on because of what it means, but it's um, 
it's one of those movies that it it yeah, it's violent, but it's but it's hidden. You know what I mean? Everything about it. Everything, yeah, it's this is um one of the movies that um Chris picked out, mm-hmm. and that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> like this is one of those movies that should have been thirty minutes shorter. <laughs> that um, I mean. Easily should have been thirty minutes shorter. I um, disagree. This movie was so long; uh, it was hard to hear what they're saying half the movie. Um, you couldn't understand what the two characters were saying to each other. I I had to rewind the movie and put subtitles on. I watched so subtitles. So I don't know everything I watched with so it, like, including like including like everything I watched has subtitles on. So, but that's because I have bad hearing. But, you know, from years mm. of playing guitar. Um, but um, but um, the only thing good about this movie uh, was the two main actors and their interactions with each other. Mark and Henry. Uh, it didn't make any sense on why this investigation was going this long forever. I guess it was like nine years well, the, after part the of, incident after part, happened. Part of it is, I don't want to give too much weight, but part of it is because you, before you arrest someone, you need to have absolute one percent evidence. In Australia, you need like more than enough evidence to prosecute them. Because if you don't, they go and they're gone. They're in the outback somewhere. Right. So, um, they, uh, man, um, none of this made sense. Half of it didn't to, make sense. Yeah. It made sense to me. I yes, was, Chris. It's called my opinion. Okay. That's why All I'm right. stating it. Fine. People don't need that pointed out. Fine. Jesus. Right. Are you just trying everything to get under my skin today? No, I just think you need a cigarette. No, I think you just need to, like, chill out, Do you need, bro. like, a, take you're a timid break to get a cigarette? You're very mean today. <laughs> what? Do you need to take a timid break to get a cigarette? No, I'll be fine. Because, obviously, everything I'm saying is wrong. Uh, <laughs> the point of doing this is because both of us have different reflections okay, okay. and ideas. I'll let you finish up. I'll let you finish the thought. I'll let you finish the thought. <laughs> like, God. All right. So, now, the two actors, when they were having scenes together, mm-hmm. were fine. But then there are scenes that made no sense on why they even had them uh, AKA weird man dancing in a dining room to a weird song on a vinyl player. No reason to have that scene. None whatsoever. There's no build up there. There's no ads for, there's no exposition. It, this movie was at some points, I think trying to be quiet and dark for quiet and dark sake mm-hmm. and not to actually add to what the movie could be. If they played the card a little bit better of who done it, who's the guy, you know, and instead of giving it away like 15 minutes, 20 minutes in the movie about who's the guy and what they're actually doing. If they did more of that side by side thing. And then when it gets kind of to the end of it, where when it's like, ha ha ha, we got you. There was no ha ha ha. We got you. It was just like, Hey, uh, yeah, you got, see you later, man. Okay, bye. See ya. Like, there's nothing emotional about it. So, uh, nothing. Uh, the, the, there, there is. It was like they were trying to build up to something, but they they didn't build it good enough that to the point that when the main thing happens, where the two characters come into this conflict, 
It was just like, it was a dud. It's like having sex with someone and not blowing your load at the end. Like, it was like, it was just like, yeah, that's all I got. Sorry. (laughs) So, uh, I couldn't disagree with you more about, about emotional. 100%. Uh, For example, you you mentioned that dancing scene. That was supposed to show you that Henry trusts Joel's, or I'll say Mark's character implicitly, saying that he wants to be his, like, that's his only friend. That's that's the guy he trusts. He wants to share these things. And uh, part of the, the whole movie, you see Mark going home to his kid, or you see him leaving, and it hurts him not to do this to Henry. You know, Henry's complete shit at it. It hurts him not to do this. This is about, this is about them forming a, a bond and Joel having to somehow disconnect it disconnect from it this week this week it's 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 stark it's it's dark it's um it's quiet but it but it's all about building up that knowing that what's coming and to me that's right that's something he's about to like when you said the dance pieces makes a hundred percent sense to me in fact it added to it because i could tell that you could tell that mark's feeling uncomfortable but you don't want you want henry was trying to share something about himself and it made it even harder for mark to disconnect henry from this horrible shit he did this to me it was it was a slow burn and it been it to me it, it, it gripped me in ways that the now now whole movies can do these days and I, I don't need a i don't need a knives out this is something way the different. only the only way this movie gripped me was because there's com- some conversations between um edgerton's character and harris's character that was like okay that's kind of a little weird that's kind of a little what it is um but then it just got to the point where Sean Harris is a creepy fucking bastard and I don't want him near kids ever. He needs to wash his beard too. I, I yeah, <laughs> I don't want him near anybody ever. Yeah. Period. I really think he's a creepy fucking bastard. I don't want to watch anything he's ever in again. Sean Harris. And yeah, Sean- I'm serious. Like he looks like every child molester I've ever seen in my entire existence. <laughs> Like literally, like he—he he, he almost looks like Charles Manson. So you're saying there like go. she's Sean Harris first? Like, stay the fuck away from me. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Sean Harris, if you ever hear this, don't care. Don't want to be your friend. We're not gonna be friends. You're gonna scare me. You're gonna creep me out. I'm gonna think you're gonna try to rape my cat or something. I don't know. But um, uh, but Sean—they do—they play their parts well. It's just literally what my belief is—is mm-hmm. is that they. They didn't build it up enough or sell it enough when the big reveal or the big ending happens that it was like it meant something. Like the whole movie was like the same tone the entire movie like that was how it felt to me like it didn't feel like there's action it didn't feel like there's a climax a, a you know a counter climax like it didn't seem like there are rising action falling action it did not seem like any of that was going on it just seemed like a long conversation that happens to the end and when it, it was done, I felt nothing. I didn't feel bad. I didn't feel good. I didn't feel anything. I was like, okay, guess so th- that's done. This is a challenging me for some, according to you. Um, I, uh, Chall- I, it's not challenging. It's great for if you want to take a nap. 
if you want to um, uh, sit there and stare at something that's pretty for uh, two hours. But I don't want. I don't want to talk too much about how it works. Uh, how uh, why this works for me because I give away a lot. But I I really enjoyed this movie. I would, I I enjoyed it somewhat. I'm just saying it just did not feel like. Anybody was in trouble ever. It didn't feel like anybody was in any any position that that you know it. The whole thing was depressing. So even when the characters <laughs> were depressed, it didn't matter because it went right along with the whole feeling of the movie. You know I, what I'm saying? I was a lot of this depressing music. So maybe this yeah, yeah. Like, I, like I feel like so much. I feel like there should have been a little more happiness, like showing the you know, the, the kid or whatever, or the, the investigation part. And I feel like there should have been like a counteract of some point to make you realize how fucked up this is, but it didn't, it just made it look like it was a normal thing in society. I know. Okay. Well, um, I can, I can say this to me. It's an effective crime drama. It's it. It was, if it, it was an interesting movie, me i enjoyed this movie quite a bit um and it's uh, and i can tell definitely but again i'm a person that loves long i love long movies i love i love just long shots i love a slow burn those are the that's me that really grip me and this one has that uh it's not a th- really a thriller unless you're really looking deep into it it's not really uh it's not it's definitely not an action film that's a, the opposite. No, by any means, it's not an action film. No, nope. <laughs> it's not a thriller. Yeah. Uh, I got a few quotes from it. Let's uh, go ahead and get that and get the, because uh, we got a lot to talk about oh, yeah. and only 40 minutes to do it now, Chris. <laughs> um, close your eyes. Pay attention on your breath. Breathe in. Breathe out. I don't do violence, you fat cunt. <laughs> You don't use... That's what Neil told me off air. He texted me and said that. Oh, yeah. Forget <laughs> about that. You don't use when you work for us. I don't care what you've done. Just be honest with me. We've all got history. We all got a past. And now you're nobody. Don't find yourself in Tehran. You're not familiar. A pain in my ass. Oh no, a pain in my ass is what you are. I had a fallen out with the pastor. He said, There is unforgivable sins. I am the black sheep of my family, mate. We see through to the other side, me and you. That's why we get along so good. I used to watch a lot of porn, you know, amputee porn. I I figured you knew that about that. What the fuck happened to this shit? (laughs) They shall not grow old as we are left to grow old. Age shall not weary them nor the years. Condemn at the going down of the sun and in the morning. We shall remember them lest we forget. It's night. I'm in my house. My son is asleep, and I hear a voice in my house, and I cannot breathe. There you go. Is that it? 
That's it, man. That's okay, all I got. So, uh, I mean, they didn't. They don't talk a lot in this. Movie, I, I do mention. I do mention. They, they just stare at things. <laughs> I do mention this is based on the real life Daniel Morcombe case in 20, 2003. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, there you go. Oh, right there. There you go. Look at that. Um, <laughs> thanks, dude. This film is based on a Daniel Morcombe case in two thousand three. The thirteen-year-old Morcombe was kidnapped and killed. A lengthy undercover police operation eventually led to Brett. Peter Coan confessing to killing Morcom. All right, um, so I'm on to me. Oh, but my score on this is a 4.1. By the way, this really did a lot for me. It's uh, I enjoyed myself quite a bit, quite a bit watching this movie. It was 3.5. Um, it was you know, like I said, it did have some good character build up. It did have. Um, it was beautifully shot. Oh, um, so good. So good. Very beautiful. So good. Very beautiful. So good. Um, that's why it took me a while to even find a background picture for this <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah. It's like it was just so beautifully shot. You want to go to Australia and, um, now, right? You want to go to Australia now? I've always wanted to go there. No, I never want to go to Australia. You know why? Why? Because everything in Australia is trying to kill you. To kill you. <laughs> yeah. Everything. Like, you go down the wrong street, and you got, like, seven spiders with yeah. different venom and poison and, and three rattlesnakes and a crocodile and a, oh, no, I'm Fly good, bro. spider come at you, yeah. 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 How did Crocodile Dundee survive that for long? Yeah, but a 3.5 on this. I thought it was uh, really good. Joel Edgerton did a great job. He's John so Harris creeps me the fuck out down, <laughs> and I can't even watch him in anything for the rest of my life. Um, I just, it wasn't for me. Uh, I get that you're the slow burner and you love that kind of shit. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, I I think these two movies we watched this week are completely polar opposites. I knew you were going to give the higher rating on this one, and I'm pretty damn sure I'm going to give the higher rating on the next one. So, so, it's perfectly fine. I totally get it. So, uh, we're on RottenTomatoes.com right now. Um, What is the audience score for The Stranger? Oh, man. If uh, if I'm going to go, audience score is going to have to be 76%. 63%. Oh, okay. I was uh, off by thirteen. So but what's whatever. the what's the Craig score on this one? Oh man, they got to go higher. It's gonna be eighty-one. Ninety-four. Ninety-four. Now and the, the, the critic the, synthesis are there's not one. The the thirty-three reviews. Yeah, they have done it. The, the, there are thirty-three reviews. They still haven't given a consensus. So uh, okay. Well, I mean, gosh, it's, um, it's number three. Uh, is a, oh, Jason's here. Say hi to Jason. Oh, hi, Jason. Jason. Hi, Jason. Um, yeah, he's at work. I think he's on break or whatever. Yes. Um, so hi, Jason. Who's uh, he's a, that cool guy I told you about that takes photos for yeah, local okay. artists gotcha, here. Gotcha. Really cool guy. He's originally from Kansas City. What's up, pal? Where you're at right now. What's up, pal? Um, but anyway, that was our take on The Stranger. Um, on Netflix right movie. Yeah. It's on Netflix. You can go see it. Chris, it's that time of the day, man. We got to get through this because we have a lot to talk about. And that is... Chris, it's time for the news. This is the Movies That Don't Suck and Some of Them News. My name is Neil. I'm going to read a bunch of stories. Chris is going to act like he never heard of them. And then we're going to do something like a do a jig. We're going to do a jig. So uh, I I saw a ton of shit came through my feed. I tried to avoid the best I could for this segment. Yeah, so. and, um, and it's not my fault. Uh, I, I was talking seriously with you on that movie, and so therefore I did not pull anything up yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is going to be a second. This might actually get cut out. Who knows? Uh, um, all right, let's start uh, with some sad news because let's get that done and out of the way. Um, 
an actor who I've always loved seeing in everything um, when he pops up, uh, passed away this past week at the age of 67 in a car crash. Uh, his name was Leslie Jordan at the age of 67, passed away. Uh, famous for uh, his, you know, being in Will and Grace. Um Leslie jo uh, Jordan, he's actually in one of my favorite shows I watch on the side that I don't really, one of my hidden pleasures that I don't really tell people about. And that is, um, uh, uh, is it Call Me Cat? Yeah, it's Call Me Cat. Yeah, Call Me Cat, which is uh, me and Bielix, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Blossom. Yeah, yeah. You know, Amy Farrah Fowler. Mm -hmm. um, it's her new show, and I loved him in that. He's like, very he funny. was so adorable. Was yeah, very funny. and I mean, he's been doing stuff since, like, literally, like, I think the 70s, wasn't it? Or 80s, early 80s. 1986, uh, The Fall Guy was his first show he ever did. People Next Door, he was on Pee-wee's Playhouse, yeah. Reasonable Doubts, Body of Evidence, Lois and Clark, The New Adventures. Um, like, I mean, the guy has been in everything. Night Court, Star Trek, Voyager, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, The Pretender. I mean, a guy's got just like Caroline in the City, Hamburger Help, like I mean, yes, like, Boston Public, Son of the Beach, you know, just Tracy Ullman. It just goes on and on and on. I mean, dudes, you love Nightcore. I know you love Nightcore. It was just Jordan being in that. Dude, uh, about it. Yeah, <laughs> I love everything this guy's ever been in. Anytime he ever popped up, uh, was absolutely a blast. The world did uh, not only miss, uh, was going to miss a good actor, but a good human being because he was um, for LGBTQT plus rights everywhere. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the guy was a good man. And so it's sad to, for everybody. It's friends and family of him. They ever hear us? Uh, sorry that you left. A, you lost a good one there. Yeah. Rest in peace. Now, Rest in power. I don't know how much of this news I can actually talk about. Yeah, because I don't know how much of it is considered spoilers Spoiler. well, for dude, the next movie. I don't know, man. Like, because to me, to me, I saw it everywhere, and I think everyone who's uh, on the internet saw it too. So you might as well just bring it up. Okay. So the the next one I gotta talk about. So we can just get it out of the way. Um, this is a slight spoiler for certain stuff, but I'm not going to say because I'm not going to say what it's affiliated with or anything like that right now. But 100%, he has signed the contracts. He is back. Henry Cavell has 100% is going to be in the future of the DCEU. Or the DCU, as they're now saying it. Uh, so, real quick, uh, did he quit or did he did his contract just expire? Originally, well, because they, they were going to reamp the whole thing, remember? Mm -hmm. uh, Peter Safran is appointed as one of the co CEOs of the newly formed DC Studios. Mm -hmm. And are you ready for this? Yeah. James Gunn is the other co CEO of the newly formed. DC Studios. Fucking good. They can start making good movies now. They've been making good movies for a DC? while, bro. DC? Yeah. Okay, uh, we'll get to that. But yeah, I like James Gunn. He's Zack Snyder's Justice League. Freaking uh, the uh, the new Suicide Squad, yeah, that's, which was the, the, written the, and directed by, by James, Gunn. James Gunn. That's, that's a fantastic movie. Uh, but I, I can't abide by all the movies have been good lately. So Peacemaker <laughs> again, a television series, Gunn. but not a movie. 
But James Gunn to me. I can't help it that you think something's different between the I, two of them. I, I, I like I like James Gunn quite a bit. Same universe, bro. Same universe. Yeah, same universe. I, I like both those things. I like Peacemaker and uh, Suicide Squad, but I can't say yeah, I, like, yeah. I can't say I like the Justice League that much. Even just even Snyder's. Oh, Justice League was the best, Fucking dude. Four hours, dude. <laughs> Cider, no, Cider Cut was the best movie of last year, period. We all know it. I mean, it spent more money than anybody else did on their making their movie. What's next on the list? <laughs> Henry Cavell. Henry Cavell promises the Man of Steel 2 is going to be enormously joyful. Now, I, I actually was thinking about this. So basically, they did the Superman. What the what Marvel did was Spider-Man. What do you mean? And that's like all these movies where we're like, oh my God, okay. So we never got to see Uncle Ben die or that or this or da-da-da and all that stuff. And it's like, no, it's because the whole time this was his backstory. Right. So then now we're gonna find we're gonna see good Superman because he already went through all the fucking bullshit. All right. So now Superman's gonna be Superman Superman. And I can't wait. Uh, Zach Afron looks sexy as hell as uh, Kevin Von Erich for the new Iron Claw movie. We all knew that would happen. He's got like, a bloated chest in there. It's crazy how he looks. He goes, I know, dude. It's freaking insane. It's yeah. insane. Daniel Radcliffe says Harrison Ford influenced his career choices after Harry Potter. He said, I had this awareness that people expected we would do nothing after Potter, that we would fade away, he explains. I really wanted that not to be the case because I knew that I loved it and I wanted to do whatever I have to do to have a career with longevity. Of course, fans of the Harry Potter series will always associate me with the role, but as I've done a great job in various projects, I'm starting to branch out. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. He said he got his influences because of how Harrison Ford dealt with uh, after being uh, Han Solo. Well, I mean, I, I love I love Daniel Radcliffe. Tobin Bell! Yeah, Tobin Bell. Yeah. Are, are you off time with me again or something? I can, yeah, I can. One, two, three, one. Two. Okay. All right. All right, there you go. Uh, Tobin Bell is set to return to the Saw franchise God in damn. the next sequel. Again? Like he's still like nine of them. Yeah, no shit, man, right? Yeah, he's doing a lot. It doesn't matter. You can have a hundred of them. Okay, all right. You can have a hundred of them. It's fine. Saws are good movies, man. Uh, James Hong from the original Big Trouble in Little China is trying to get his way into the sequel with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I watch that every day, all day, all day every day. The sequel. Man. He says, without Lo Pan, how dare he? Well, I think they should leave the classic alone. However, I'd like to reappear in the new one and do something spiritually like Star Wars where the character comes back and do pre some kind of thing. What, is it a sequel <laughs> or is it a remake? It's a sequel. Okay, because I want John Carpenter to direct a sequel as well. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> the... Um, Damon Landovs, uh, 
who do 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 he directed something oh uh the creator of lost the leftovers and hbo's watchmen is developing a new trilogy after all the films of star wars the new trilogy will be based after the complete skywalker saga okay um I'm fine with that. I get, yeah. yeah, I want to see it. Well, show me what would happen afterwards. <laughs> Finally, all those bullshit rumors were lies. Finally, Nicolas Cage is in talks to return for sequels of National Treasure and <laughs> Face Off. Face Off too, really? Okay. Yeah, dude. As long as he grabs a choir girl's ass. That's all I want to see. <laughs> It was only each of Pete for hours. Kevin Foggy has finally answered the question, when are we going to see the X-Men in the MCU? Is That's what Jennifer Walters asked the robot in the final episode of She-Hawk. I'll give you the <laughs> same answer he gave, and no answer was, I think, what he gave. But Deadpool and Wolverine is opening a gate, and we're getting close. Yeah, and that, that's the first one. They were saying that's like the first like full Marvel thing that has like... Our rating, right? What's that? Like, so, like, uh, didn't Kevin Foggy say that meaning, like, the first R rating for a certain portion of their studios, right? Like, because I know Logan's radar, and I feel like Deadpool's obviously radar. I don't, what, what, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know either. Are you drinking again, dude? I've I've always been drinking. um, Nice. Nice. There's some things that are just awesome. Um, The Batman 2 will not be released until 2025. It's a lot. Yeah, three three years from now. Okay. Mm -hmm. You cut up on the series. Weird Al Yankovic uh, was given a denial on when he wanted to make a Harry Potter um, a Harry Potter uh, parody. Oh, he was was denied? Oh, that's fucked up. He was denied by the studio. Um, originally in the movie Zombieland, it was not supposed to be Bill Murray, but Joe Pesci. I think they made the right choice. And Murray. he passed. Oh, yeah, they made a great <laughs> choice on that. Uh, a TV series best based off of one of Seth Rogen's best works is now in the works with Seth Rogen at Prime Video. It's in production, and it'll be expected to be out in 2024. And that is Sausage Party. Nice, nice, nice. I'll watch that for sure. Yeah, I'll watch that all day. I don't know how they're going to do all that, you know, because the whole thing about the movie was like they didn't know they were yeah, being eaten. Yeah, yeah. Didn't know they were, yeah. Uh, Chris's favorite series is about to bust out with an all-female version. That's right. Fast and Furious spinoff focusing on just the female characters is being yelled at by Universal Pictures to get it going. I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, I watch it, but I, I thought. I just, You're too fast and too furious, bro. Yeah. Do you like Too Fast and Furious with the uh, Ludacris? Do you like that one? I know it's. Uh, was in the that was, yeah, that was the one that really got me. I got really in a need for speed, too, around that Oh, time. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Bad News Bears is getting a reboot with a, C- uh, with a female lead at CBS. This will be the third reboot. 
Because that one with um with with a the person writing it will be Corey Nickerson from Blackish, okay. and his collaboration between Aaron Colbin's Capital Entertainment and Wendy Thrilling's Thrill TV. Okay, I mean, I'll watch. Um, sure. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. Um. Tim Burton made it very clear he will not be working with the circus known as Disney ever again. That horrible big circus. I will never work with them. It got to be very consolidating. There's less room for different types of things. I can only deal with one universe. I can't deal with multiple universes. My history is that I started out there. I was hired and fired like several times throughout my career. The thing about Dumbo, the 2019, is mm-hmm. that why I think my days with Disney are done. I realized that I was Dumbo, that I was working in a horrible big circus, and I needed to escape. What do you think about Tim Burton leaving Disney? Yep. <laughs> That's what you think? Um, it's Tim Burton, dude. Yeah. Like... Oh, he left Disney. Like, who the fuck's not going to give him? Like, if I had $100 million, I'd hand it to Tim Burton right now and be like, go make me a movie. And he'd make me a movie. And I would have merchandise for, like, the next 30 fucking years. Like, every one of his movies. Name a movie of Tim Burton's that doesn't have merchandise you can go find in a store right now. Uh, big Eyes and Dark Shadows. No, Dark Shadows you can find everywhere. Big Eyes. Big Eyes. Big Eyes. Maybe Big Eyes. Yeah, I guess I'd be the only one. Yeah, yeah you're right. You got one. Yeah. You got one, Chris. One. Something he made like how many years ago? Uh, I don't know. It was, it was bet- yeah, you're right. It was like 10 years ago, maybe. Not even that. It, right. it was, but whatever. Uh, also, during the interview, Tim Burton revealed the question we all wanted to know our entire lives Why the fuck is Johnny Depp in every one of your damn movies? Why is it? Why <laughs> do you give you an answer? Yes, I connected with him when I met him with first Edward Scissorhands. He was similar to me, kind of, we're both suburban white trash. It was not even a verbal understanding. It was something I could feel and he could feel within me. He liked the characters. He was interested in acting for the art of it and not the business of it. It was exciting to see somebody play different things. The idea of this transformation from film to film always excited me with him. That's good. There you go. And last but not least, I saved this just for you. I thought this was a good segue one. You ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. You too. You ready? Dwayne The Rock Johnson is one of the people pushing, pushing for his buddy and old co-star, Brandon Frazier, to win the Oscar for The Whale. And he is supporting it and pushing it out there a hundred percent for his buddy. I can't wait to see the well. I really can't. I, I can't either. Yeah. As much shit as has been talked about this freaking movie. Well, let's see I'm it ready. already. God damn it. <laughs> I'll see it when you see it. Yeah, we'll see it together. We'll talk about are, the well. Are we really? We're gonna see it together? I don't know. I, I don't know what's coming out. We'll find out. <laughs> now, now, now you made me I love you. I love you too, pal. What, what what what's going on here? What are we doing? Oh yeah, we're we're talking about Black Adam. Oh sorry. <laughs> oh wait a minute, he got it. It's a new segment. <laughs> that was the movies that don't suck and some do us news. Yes, the news where I tell Chris stuff he likes it, or I have to kill him in his sleep. All right, so now we're talking 
Black Adam. <laughs> Black Adam. Directed by Jaume Colette Serra. He directed uh, Unknown, Orphan, Nonstop, House of Wax, The Shallows. Uh, most recently, uh, most recently, oh, fuck, sorry. Most recently, Jungle Cruise. He did Jungle Cruise, which we liked. We like Jungle Cruise. I know a Jungle Cruise. Oh, yeah? Jungle Cruises are awesome. Uh, Have you ever been on a Jungle Cruise? Uh, just the movie. Um, this stars. Dude, I've actually been on the ride Jungle Cruise. I've uh, actually been that was on it. that ride. Is it cool? It's actually fun. Okay. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, this stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Black Adam. Okay, okay, you know what? Moving too fast. Uh, this also stars uh, Pierce Brosnan. And it shouldn't says. I hate it when you cut off things. Okay, the okay, you know what? Moving too fast. Bottom line, are you in or are you out? Okay, um, but Pierce Brosnan <laughs> as Dr. Fate. And what words do you live by? That's good enough, right? That's, that's a fool. Since uh, we also got uh, Aldous Hodge as Hawkman himself. You know, I didn't call you, Justin, because every time I throw you a pass, you bat it down just like you're doing now. Uh, then also, uh, this stars Sarah Shahi as Adriana Tomas. Oh, um, I, sh- I should be asking you. I- I've been assigned to you. Also, uh, this stars Noah Centiano as Adam Smasher, Quintessa Swindell as Cyclone. Uh, Marwan Kinzari is Ishmael and uh, a ton of other people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it shows Henley Winkler just for a second. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so cool. Uh, why don't you go ahead and read the storyline for this, Rafael? Nearly 5,000 years after he was bestowed with the almighty powers of the Egyptian gods and imprisoned just as quickly, Black Adam is freed from his earthly tomb, ready to unleash his unique form of justice on the modern world. So, uh, what country is Black Adam from again? What's Egypt. Their, well, not Egypt. They had a name for it in here. Oh, Kaknok. Yeah, so that, that, that's, that to me, that's like Wakanda. It didn't really exist in our country. No, it, it's an actual place. There's actually movies based on it and actually biographies. It's fine. Okay, but, okay. The, 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 I, I understand you don't know geography. It's cool. Um, <laughs> you can look it up seriously. It's Kandak. Kandak is, is a real Kandak. place. Yep, Kandak. Yep. Okay, we'll get this up real quick. Um, but um, the Battle of the Trench happened there in 1627, also known as the Battle of Kandak. Uh, and the Battle of the Confederates was a 27 day long defense by the Muslims and Yurtia from Arabia and Jewish tribes. Okay, but uh, hold, hold on. Is it, is, it, is it a real country right now? Is it is it something that was that's now taken up by something else? I have no idea. I just messed with you. I okay, no fuck it. Kind I of just s- read that because I put it. It's <laughs> not a real country. Yeah, it is not a real life location. Yeah, so, so, so it's, a like it's a lot like Egypt, though. It's a lot like Egypt. This takes place. Uh, no, no, right here. Right here. Boom. Al Kandak is a village situated in the north Sudan for about 423 commanders north of Kutranum. Uh, it was discovered by the earlier travelers as the uh, one of the best built towns in Nubla. Okay, all right. Yeah, uh, we're just not good. Okay, it's just not a real country now because it's not. <laughs> but um, but uh, uh, so this movie, it's uh, it shows a lot of beats, a lot of similar uh, 
similar uh, super movies except that famously Black Adam he kills. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. Because uh, he's, he's not a superhero. Yeah, he's, not, he's an anti-hero, right? That's what we call him. He's a no. It's not an anti-hero. He's a demigod. He's a god. He's a demigod. He's a straight fucking villain, dude. Okay. All right. In this movie, you're supposed to. Who are you rooting for in this movie? Right. Um. Well, since I root for Freddy, Joker. Okay. You know, fine. like literally, Macho Man, right there. See that? That's Macho Man. That's a villain. <laughs> Right, he's, he's a villain. He's a heel. Okay. Uh, wait, wait. Mumra, Mumra, Roddy, Roddy Piper. Uh, who? I always go for the villain. You right. like? Okay. Anyway. So, but, but but this is a superhero. Okay. Yeah. The villain. way they're portraying him is that they're making him anti-hero, and um, that he's you know going through these tough times and stuff like that. Um, I mean, they changed it a little bit. Yeah from the comics, which I'll get into in the spoiler section, um, which then made it so you felt for him more. Mm, okay. But then, like, even even halfway through this movie, they even like, nah, no, nah, not really. So, this is what really happened. Guys, I, I, and, I, and Neil, you're going to get mad at me for this. But I'm, I'm going to tell you, this movie's okay. I thought it was fine. But I've seen this movie. The, the beats of this movie are very familiar. And the thing is, man, Marvel always does it better. But this... This this is better than Morbius. I'll say that, but uh, the the every more. Mar- and then you said Marvel does it better. Does, does, but Morpheus is in Marvel. Morbius, like, I anyway. said, uh, yeah, like, right, whatever. Says Morpheus. I'm just saying the, the the Marvel Marvel does better when it comes to making movies in general. They make it they make it better for me. But this is not a bad movie by any means. It's fun. It's got it's got action. Let Let's talk about Let's talk about the goodness in this movie. Okay. Let's talk about that really okay. quick. Okay. One, you see The Rock almost every yeah, second great. of this movie. He's great. And let's just be honest, you could just follow a camera with that motherfucker. I could watch The Rock taking a crap, you know, and have a good day. He's, the, ult- he's the ultimate action hero. His charisma, sure. I met him at WrestleMania 18. Mm-hmm. His charisma fills a room like you no other. Like, it just, it. there's no way to even talk about how cool or good you feel and he talks to you he doesn't talk through you he doesn't talk around you he doesn't talk to you to get rid of you to talk to the next person he talks to you as a human being and the rock i think acts the same way too like as he acts he takes everything he does serious you know, to the point, not too serious you know what i'm saying to the level where he knows where he needs his level to be and The Rock being in this movie, I mean, and, you know, what, being signed on for to be play Black Adam. Do you realize when he signed on to be Black Adam, Dark Knight wasn't even out? <laughs> wow. That's, that's wild. That's wild. That's how long ago he's been signed on to do He's been dying to do this movie. Yeah, he's been dying to do mm-hmm. it. So, oh, wrong movie. <laughs> I was like, that doesn't look right. That doesn't look right. So, uh. So they, they decided to make it PG-13? They got some deaths in that? Yeah, yeah. Originally, this was an R-rated movie. Um, 
I agree with you on the points that, yeah, it's a comic book movie. Yes, it's an action movie. Yes, it is exactly what you want to see when you go see a fucking action movie. Here's some things. They're going to blow up. Here's a superhero. Here's here's the story. But the thing is, they did make the story interesting enough with his origins, with him, you know, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? With playing that card a lot. And then... They did something that DC has been afraid to do this entire time. They finally fucking did it. They brought in heroes without any fucking origin story whatsoever. Yeah, you have to when we get to the when we get to the uh spoiler section, you have to explain, you have to explain who the fuck the Justice Society are. What? Really? Yeah, yeah. Chris, you didn't think I you didn't think I already thought about that, huh? Uh, really? You, you, you don't to think me. I thought you, about you, the Justice Society? <laughs> <laughs> to me. But um, yeah. So um, the Justice Society in this movie, Pierce Bronson. Let's talk about that guy for a second. Oh my gosh, that was like, that was like one of the best. He was my favorite character. Not one. He was my favorite. He was a great Doctor Fate. He's my favorite he made me feel movie. like he made me feel like Kent. Like, <laughs> and I know because I literally i I could pull out. A uh, hundred or more freaking Doctor Fate comic books because it's one of my favorite characters ever in comics. Uh, so see him, a guy who is very much a B player, has never been, you know, wait, wait, he's never my, been the big guy. He's my favorite character in the whole movie, Doctor Fate. Easy, one hundred percent. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, I loved. Yeah, like I mean, how is he still handsome? Doctor Fate to me is one of. Who? Pierce Pierce Bronson? He's more handsome oh. than he is now than he was as James Bond. I feel like. Right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, look, look at this lineup, you know? Literally, do you know anybody except for the three get main guys at top now? No, no, dude. Well, uh, no, 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 actually. Uh, now, this is the Just Society of America. This is the original before the Justice League. This is what the Just Justice Society of America looks okay. like. And but um I like the fact that you didn't know if Black Adam, good guy, bad guy, if he was going to listen to people, if he wasn't going to. You literally didn't know how it was going to go. Homeboy doesn't like he doesn't, like, he doesn't like doors very much. He's very, no, no, he he's very anti-door. I, oh, <laughs> I, I do have a fact about that that's in this kind of in the spoiler section, okay. but you know what? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. It's kind of a little spoiler, yeah. but just a little bit. Okay. Uh no, you know what? I'll wait for the spoiler okay. section because I'm, I'm thinking about it. It, it would really okay. be a big part of spoiling something. But um, this movie happened because originally um, The Rock was going to be or Black Adam was going to be part of the Shazam movie. And in the spoiler section, I'll talk more about that. This is better than well, the Shazam movie, in my opinion. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay, so then we're looking. This is the first movie from the DCU and if you notice, they didn't connect not just one, not two, not three, but four different movies. They finally got them all together, connected them because of this one movie. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, Suicide Squad, Justice League, um, uh, Wonder Woman series, Aquaman series. Like, all of these now are connected. This is all one universe now. It is all part of thing, and they even made it when they brought in the Justice Society of, of America, or they call it just the Justice Society, mm -hmm. uh, the Justice Society in this movie. 
literally they're like, we've been around for 30, 40 years. Now they're making it very clear. Superheroes have been around the whole time instead of bringing all these people in so slowly with all their fucking movies real, every three real years. Real quick question. Justice Society predate X-Men, right? Justice Society is literally the first group ever put together of superheroes. Because the X Men didn't come out. Yeah. X Men didn't come out to the seventies, dude. Because, because you're like, talking nineteen thirties. <laughs> because you know, you'll get nineteen thirties. You get Birdman's Manor or Hawkman's Manor, and you see the, the plane. You're like, I was like, this is just like X Men, but this predates X Men. So it's like X Men by like almost like forty years, bro. So it's like X Men just took that idea and made their own. <laughs> no, um, well, I mean, he did that a uh, different way because they were talking. Uh, X Men was made; each one was made for different reasons. Okay. Um, Just Society was made because um, they they they're they're all characters that nobody cared about. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and they, so they threw them all into one book. Yeah. X Men was made because they were trying to talk about the conflicts of uh, civil rights. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So there, it was two different reasons yeah. why those came together. But I can totally understand why you would think any of that. But anyway, uh, movie-wise, let's get back to the movie. Um, action scenes are cool. Um, I like where they're going with everything and that they open this up now. Because not only that, you got to see um, part of Amanda Waller's place, you know. Which where, is which is uh, important to under, under, underwater because I knew who that place was. But I was like, well, I haven't seen this before. This is so cool. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, like, yeah. There, there's a lot of things that were added to the universe because of this movie. Mm-hmm. And um, and now that we get the information that James Gunn is going to be in charge Dude, he's of the gonna, He's going to kill it. He's going to kill it. He's going to, like, I mean, literally we get the news that the next Superman is going to be a happy Superman <laughs> and not, like, emo Superman. Yeah. You know, that we're getting all these tickets of people coming in and actually caring about the product. It's just, just and that, not just trying to make whatever fucking thing they want to make. Well, James, you know, part of it. It's just I know that he, uh, he's made my favorite Marvel movies, the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. He made those movies, yeah. so he. I, Which did you see the holiday special? Yeah, dude, I can't wait to watch it. Oh my god, I can't, I can't wait can't, to see. Yeah, it. And, um, I get it. I can't wait to review that. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, with that, with that in mind, when it comes to him taking over DC, I I have hopes for the movies coming out opposed him post him being part of it because he is uh the fucking man so like yeah he's he's in he's in a great job i yeah and i really like the story wise because i really feel like um the the main kid um oh what was his name um aman yeah aman um that he was like kind of a reflection like the egypt version of like billy batson you know (laughs) And like, cause they even show it when like he was in a red hoodie. He's like, uh, if not Billy Batson, but more um, Billy Batson's best friend in the Shazam movie. Gosh dang it! What was his name? Uh, I think it's Kevin. You know, he was he was, he was in a, he was in DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. Yes, yes, I did. I, 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 I. When it comes to comic book stuff, I really, but I kind of yeah. not point the finger at everything because okay. then I, I feel like that oversaturates okay. <laughs> and, and there's certain people, uh, Chris, who hates me talking about all that stuff. Um, oh, oh, Freddie Freeman, Freddie Freeman. He kind of reminded me of a mixture of Freddie Freeman and Billy Batson. Okay. Um, and the whole storyline that goes on with there, that again, 
you're going to have to hear about more of my thought on that in the spoiler part because that actually has to do with a lot of the history of Black Adam. Okay, do you want to do um, the quotes so, and then we'll do the reading? Yeah, let's yeah. do some quotes and stuff like that. Uh, so visually, very well done. Mm-hmm. I like the Justice Society of America. I like the fact that you couldn't flip it back or forth. Like you don't know what exactly Black Adam was going to do in every single scene. Um, in fact, you know who was originally supposed to direct this film? Jordan Peele, but he doesn't like superhero movies. So yeah, mm. he said, "I am not a fan of superhero movies, and I hate to take the chance away from a director who is passionate about." Oh, that's them. nice. That's a nice way to put it, right? Yeah, dude, I freaking love Jordan Peele. Isn't he one of the best? All right. Before the pyramids, there was Kendalk. What they needed was a hero. Instead, they got me. When the people need him, a hero will arise. You know, some women love a bald spot. On the other side, and the inside. That's what I was, I was telling you that. Some of, oh, she goes, she goes, me. She doesn't matter what. It's ridiculous. I don't know what she does. But she as soon does. as they said that, I was writing it down. He's like, oh, I'm That's, still writing it down. Like Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? You wouldn't believe me if I told you. Did he just catch a rocket? <laughs> <laughs> don't touch them. He is made from lightning. You're right. You do it. Don't oh don't touch him. He is made from lightning. You're right. You do it. You're the electrician. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need passports. We're the Justice Society. I don't waste words on the dead. Love that line. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite lines in the movie. Uh, bad plan is better than no plan at all. Catchphrase, and then you kill them. Got it. Let the gods bring them judgment. Force is always necessary. I kneel before no one. I thought, I'm sure you had this all in your head. You're like, in the IEL. I kneel before them. K N E E L. I know. If they choose to fight, they choose to die. I am not peaceful. I'm sorry. I am not peaceful. And nor do I surrender. You want to be pretty? I want you to go to hell. Call me by my name. Dr. Fate. <laughs> I love that. You killed him, didn't you? Uh, well, he didn't make it. We can just say that. <laughs> Life is the only path to death. You don't get to choose who lives and dies. That's up to fate. <laughs> Every time they said fate. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, fate does not make mistakes. And tell them, tell them the man in black sent you. All right. Uh, so, uh, what's your score in this? My score is exactly your score for the last movie. It is a 4.1. I love this because 
I see where they're going because I am a comic book geek. I know what's going on. And when, when we get to spoiler section, maybe you'll appreciate it a little bit more. I think I will. Because they, they literally opened up the fucking floodgates for a lot of shit, bro. Okay. Um, so, my score is a 3.7. 3.7. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's a fine movie. It's, uh, it's not, like you said, Marvel does it better, but again, this could open up the door for better movies coming out of DC, especially with James Gunn. I think forward. this is the beginning of better movies, uh, better DC movies. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, and that's why, that's why I'm so excited. Like it's got me like, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, what is the audience score for this movie? 91. 90%. You're really close. No, yeah, one yeah, percent off. Now, what is the critic score in this one? Uh, 32. 40. Still pretty bad. Ah, it's, ah, it's, 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 I, I, I heard about this like when I was doing the news segment. Yeah, I when I pulled, yeah, I heard just, that just the, the, big, the biggest, it. yeah, Davis, yeah, there's a huge difference. I didn't read the headlines, I tried to surpass it, yeah, but um, I knew there's a big difference big in deference. So, the great yeah. critics consensus is Black Adam may end up pointing the way in the exciting future for DC films. But as but as a standalone experience, it's wildly uneven letdown. Excuse me, Jesus, fuck up! I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get down the podcast. Dude, we'll dude, we'll are you all right, dude? Yeah. Are you dead? Shall we that? And in, in oh, yeah, right. dude. Of course, definitely, definitely. Why not? Because we the argument we had. Because I feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel real bad about it's it. It's that time. Uh, so, guys, that is our take on the wonderful movie Black Adam. Um, thank you guys for listening. We're now going to go into the spoiler section of Black Adam. Um, I'm going to put spoiler everywhere I can on this freaking movie. So people know that we are about, this is a spoiler section. I am about to do spoilers all around. Let me me do a little bit of a, of a, yeah. Yeah, We're going to give you five seconds of, we're going to give you five seconds of our music. And after that, spoilers. Spoiler. All right, let's talk Black Adam. Let's dive into this motherfucker. So real quick. Man. Real quick. uh, You were upset. Ask your questions first, and then I'll I'll cover what I want to cover. So Justice Society. Uh, Yes. Are they where the Justice League in this? Like, what's like. No, the Justice League, the Justice League and the Justice Society are completely two different fucking entities. Okay. The Justice Society of America was formed way before the Justice League. Uh, The Justice League came after. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but this is, I mean, this was an all-star comics. This is what I think 1940. Yeah. A uh, winter of 1940 all-star comics was the original. When did Black Adam, when did Black Adam show up in, uh, in DCU? Like, oh, that's a good question, Chris. Cause that's literally my first fact. I'm going to tell okay. you 1945. He, sh- his first appearance was in the Marvel family. Number one. Now, uh, I will not only tell you about that, Chris, because we have the ability here. I will actually show you the first page of Black okay. Adam ever oh. in in fucking comics. And there he is. That is the first time Black Adam has ever been in a comic. Uh, oh, is he fighting a... Superman there? No, no, he's fighting. Uh, that's uh, the... That's, um, Marvel Jr. I think it's Captain Marvel Jr. Okay, or or Shazam Jr. now if you want to go by. But it was in this comic here. That's where the Marvel family is fighting him. Okay. That's cool. And and then th- this is actually the comic book. Okay, so that, it, that he Black Adam's uh 
how close to the origin story is it to the comic books? It's the exact same. Now, now, no, 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 no. Now, this is this is the thing about it. Now, um, the origin that they're going by. Uh, let me get over. Yeah. I, I have it all written down. So, give me a second. Yeah. I have to find my notes on this part. Um, anyway, um, all right. So, are you ready for this? Okay, yeah. now I got it all in my head. Um, remember the movie Shazam? Of course, I remember the movie Shazam. We yeah, saw yeah. it together, you and I, at screen. Yeah, yeah, yes, we did. Yeah, yes, we did. Yeah. Now, remember when Shazam or they released the demons, the mm-hmm. seven demons? Yeah. And that's why he makes the mar the the family or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And it was Doctor Shanian or whatever that they went against. Mm. You remember all that, right? Yeah, I do. Well, Doctor Shavanian, <laughs> even though he's a fillion in the DCU, was not the guy that came with the seven deadly sins. Mm. That was originally Black Adam. Mm. And that is how the Marvel family was formed, was to fight Black Adam and the Seven Deadly Sins. Now, the story that we got from this, that this is all based off of the New 52 okay. that came out many years ago. Now, the New 52 Black Adam, let's see if he, if he looks familiar to you. Oh, no, wrong one, wrong picture. See, see how the outfits look more so, like uh, with the cape and everything. So he's so, Gator- he's Gatorade Man in this one. Gatorade Man. No, the, the lightning bolt. I was just no, no. <laughs> Why? I was just on the lightning bolt. And and to be honest, if you were going to say it like that, Gatorade stole it from them That's true. because that was yeah. from nineteen forty. I know. I know. I was around. Look! 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 It's on his chest in nineteen forty-five, yeah. bro. He looks right. like anyway. such a dweeb in that 1945 one. <laughs> all right, all right. So, in 19... All right, so in 1945, um, yeah, the story was that he got released to the demons when Shazam got his powers, mm-hmm. and that's how he came back out. Now, this is the difference in... So, DC, he wasn't locked up for 5,000 years in the in the New 52, in the new 52, what happened was Black Adam did exactly what they say, except for it wasn't his son. It was his nephew, and he killed him. <sighs> he made him say the words of Shazam, and he snapped his neck right at the time <laughs> a lightning bolt came down. And the wizard, who Shazam, um, threw him across the universe and it took him 5,000 years to, to come back okay. to the uh, to planet Earth. Now, now this is the fun part about this. Shazam for Billy Batson, right, yeah. is Solomon for wisdom, Hercules for strength, Atlas for stamina, Zeus for power, Achilles for courage, and Mercury for speed, right? Mm-hmm. Based off of the Greek gods, mm-hmm. right? Shazam for Black Adam are all based off of the Egyptian gods. Oh, okay. 
So it's Shu for Stanima, the god of air and support of the sky. Uh, Hershef, strength, which is basically the Egyptian Hercules. Amen, the power, the king of the gods, yeah. like Zeus. Uh, Zuhudi, who uh, is the wisdom, god of wisdom. Anpa, who is the god of speed, conductor. He's the conductor of the dead. And Menthia, which is courage, the god of war. Okay. So, like, literally, yeah. they kind of, they kind of, you know. Yeah. Kind of, but isn't that fucking cool? Yeah. yeah and they still were able to do that with yeah. God names. Yeah, yeah. I was so cool about that. Now, uh, one thing they said in the movie was that Kanduk is five over, over five thousand years old, uh-huh. which makes it only one third, not even one third, one fourth of the storyline that we have so far. Because they made it very clear that Dark Side exists in this, so Dark Side <laughs> fighting on Earth is ten thousand years old. Yeah, uh, which that means Atlantis was fighting in that. Mm-hmm. So the Atlanteans are older than Can- uh, Kandar. Wonder Woman is just over five thousand years old, so she's older than Black Adam. Mm-hmm. And the Kryptonian ship that landed in Man of Steel was 20,000 years old. Mm-hmm. So that's the actual oldest thing out of the storyline so far. That's badass stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, and the original origin story, Black Adam killed the uh, Pharaoh to take over the Earth, and that's when the wizard sent him across. Quick question. Uh, yeah. How do you feel about Dr. Fate's death in this? Um, I'm okay with it because th- that's actually part of this at some point. But um, literally... Dr. Fate's helmet, when it disintegrated, when they went to pick it up, yeah. that's a thing. <laughs> it's like the Green Lantern ring. When a Green Lantern dies, the ring flies off and goes finds the next Green Lantern. That's what the helmet of fate, or Naboo, does. It finds its next it, person? It finds its next person. Because the power is this. I mean, and they even said, like, Kent has been around forever. Now I'll even tell you his version here in just a little bit. Um, so Sabak, who went against him at the end, you know, the mm-hmm. bad guy with the big pentagram yeah. on his chest. Yeah. Um, that is actually from um, exactly is the same like Shazam. Okay. Where every letter spells out something. Mm-hmm. So uh, the S is for Satan. Of yeah, course, yeah. the Lord of hail. A is for AIM. AIM is also known as Habidrum, or AIM is the great Duke of Hell, very powerful demon, and rules over 26 legions of demons. B is for Bella. Bella is known as the Hell's brightest fire, evil's match. And the king of evil is the 68th spirit to the Gyoati and one of the four crown princes of Hell ruling over the north. Belazabu is the other B, which is another name for Satan. He is also known in demonology as one of the seven deadly demons or seven princes of hell. Bazu representing, he represents gluttony. A is for Asmodis, which was the foreign identity of indulgence and the ruler of the devils. And C is a guy who can fly. <laughs> like, like, like I could not find shit on that guy. I, I went through so many demonology pages that like, my whole algorithm on my fucking Google is yeah. fucked because yeah. how much demonology I looked up for this. Um, inner gang, the people that they're fighting in the movie. Mm-hmm. Inner gang is actually a consultant of 
the apocalypse. Apocalypse, okay. where dark side's from. Okay. <laughs> and their hands are in so many different things, which leads me to believe going forward in the DCU, we're going to see more, a lot more of the intergang. Because they're like one of those, like Lex Luthor's worked with them. The Riddler's worked with them. Freaking so many different people's work with them as being, you know, descendants of so, Apocalypse. Right. They got their hands in so many so, things. So who, well, if we were to compare a, uh, a the like, you know, the worst bad guy in, D, in Marvel in Marvel was, was Thanos. That was the guy. That was the guy. That, all the other movies well, I mean, until, yeah, until, until Crane comes. Yeah, until Crane comes. But uh, so, does DC have the equivalent of that? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Who is that? Uh, that is Dark Side, okay. and he would kick Thanos' ass. Okay. In a second. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, in I'm a just... second. So like, it wouldn't be a five-minute fight. So, but, but you think you you think Dark Side's coming, right? Like, like, like. In... Oh, he fucking better be. <laughs> okay. If he doesn't, I I'll be so pissed. Um. All right. So now here comes a big, big spoiler. Amon and Adriana Tomez, mm-hmm. the two characters that discover Black Adam and stuff like that, mm-hmm. right? And I really think this is where this story is going, and that's why I really like this story. They, in the comic books, are Black Adam's Marvel family. Okay. <laughs> she, uh, Adriana, is actually Black Adam's wife. They get married Ooh. in one story. Then they get, they get their band yeah. on. <laughs> and um Amon, the kid, is you know, um so right now Black Adam is stronger than Shazam because Shazam is sharing his power. Mm-hmm. That's how he creates the Marvel family, is he shares his power. So he's not a hundred percent. Black Adam is a hundred percent. So if he shares his power, like how Shazam does. Mm-hmm then he'll be weaker. And he does this in the comics where he gives it to Amon and Adriana because he doesn't want them to die. Well, this is where I think the story's going because this, when he creates that, then Amon kind of gets in his head like, ha, 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 I'm a badass. I can do what I want. Da, da, da. He goes up and smacks around some people and does some shit like that. Well, then all of a sudden, there's some guy flying in the sky who doesn't like that. <laughs> and his name is Superman. Oh, that's where the, that's where this is. Yeah. Going. So and Superman goes to confront him, and because he beats down Black Adam's son or adopted son, mm-hmm. Black Adam comes to fight him, and Superman can't take him on by himself. So then his buddy Shazam comes in oh, yeah. and there's actually a cartoon movie called Shazam and Superman versus Black Adam. Is it good? I mean it's decent. It's, it's not that storyline, yeah. but it's a good storyline. Um and the um the thing I the thing about it is like I'm really like did they is it gonna be Superman has a weakness against magic like they do in the comic books. Because you know that it's not just kryptonite that beats Superman. It's a red sun, and he's powerless against magic. Uh, so uh, Superman showing up at the end of it. You, did you know that was coming? Or was he giving away? 
No, I did not know that. I, was, I did not know that was coming. So, but um, man, great surprise! And he showed up in his colors. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He showed up in his colors. I, I was, I was like, I was, I was, I saw someone. Like, You'll probably just jizz his pants right now. <laughs> twice, yeah, yeah twice. Yeah. I jizzed my pants twice. All right, uh, let's get through a couple of these because I literally some of these are very right over. Um, at one point, they said that the helmet. Yeah. Uh, came from a different planet. It was because uh, the Lord of Order and, uh, and of Chaos, um, they live in a different dimension, and they kind of sent it here. Naboo, who's the son of the Lord of Chaos, and that's the helmet of Naboo originally mm-hmm. in the comics. They called the helmet of fate. Um, he was actually a wisdom guy that gave um, information to the pharaohs of Earth, and then when he died, he just, like, gave all his power to the helmet. Mm. And so it involves Naboo. When you put it on, you're Naboo. You're mm-hmm. no longer whoever. Okay. They, they said it right. Yeah, they yeah. said it right. Who, when you put the helmet on, you're no longer that person. Okay. Adam Smash, uh, Hawkman. They didn't give any fucking origin story on him whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, There's like, hey, and he has the nth metal. I'm glad they said the nth metal, which is basically like vibranium. Yeah. It fucks up. <clears throat> everything they got three different ways they can go with that guy they can do hawk world story they can do him as an archaeologist they can do the reincarnation story there's so many different fucking ways. stories yeah. and how hawkman exists that i don't know how they're gonna go with that but hey whatever adam smasher talks about his old suit suit which indicates that they're gonna give him a new suit kind of like mcu did with ant-man where the first show mm. the first movie was completely the uh suit was different than the next time you saw him uh tornado is the t- daughter of red tornado she was injected with nanites that give her uh powers uh, like wind control and stuff like that basically think it's storm from yeah, the yeah, X-Men. yeah yeah best way uh emily harcart from pacemaker showed up uh working with adam lawyer which means peacemaker is part of this universe and you're happy about that yeah yeah oh god i love peacemaker yeah. don't you yeah it's great oh my god i fucking love that show dude um, it's an amazing show i know right yeah. um all right so when black adam walks through a wall or is destroying shit when he's fighting the dudes mm. in the fucking room the only thing he destroys is everything Superman. Oh. oh. When he walks through the wall, yeah. it's a Superman poster. When he's lightning someone, he destroys the lightning uh, Superman poster. Everything that it was in the room that got destroyed was only Superman shit. Oh, man. Right? Yeah, yeah. So so um, that's his arch nemesis? Is that what we're going with? His arch nemesis is Sam. Okay. But Superman. Shazam's his arch nemesis. Um, Superman's the guy that can knock him down like a motherfucker, though, because he's got more power by his punch. And, and that, that's the next the next movie. He's going to be, like, basically, like... I mean. Well, I don't know what Shazam Fury of the Gods is. Okay. I don't know where Black Adam's going to... Fi- I don't know how they're figuring it all out. Let them figure it out. They haven't even figured it out yet. I mean, <laughs> James Gunn just took over. Okay. Literally just announced. You don't think just that he, yeah, she was like, here's what I think we should do. You don't think he, he I'm sure they're, they're fucking working day and night yeah, on yeah. it, man. Um, battle damage suit. Um, if you notice, 
uh, his his uh, Black Adam when he first came out of the 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 prison or whatever. It was his suit was all beat up, dirty, and then yeah. like when it, yeah, then he went back to his normal yeah. form. Yeah, and then when he came, it was all clean, mm-hmm. and you could see everything. Yeah, that's because you got to realize he was wearing the same clothes for five thousand years. Yeah, okay. Um, let's see, uh, when fate dies, and oh, I already talked about that when the helmet disappears, uh, Superman, more comic book Superman. If you even notice the John Williams theme from the original <laughs> 78 was playing and, uh, not just that, but he had the curl, yeah. the, the, the S curl in his actual hair. Um, and like I said, this might set up the, the sequel, Black Adam, where Mon gets the powers, does something so bad that Shazam family, uh, Superman interferes and sets up the Superman versus Black, uh, Shazam versus Superman versus Black Adam. Um, basically, the best way to think where I think they're going with this is basically this will be like Captain America Civil War. Okay. I love Civil War, by the way. So- yeah, because <laughs> you're going to have families and teams all slapping together i think that's where they're probably going to go with either black adam too or uh maybe even man of steel too who knows you couldn't have but, you couldn't be happier that didn't you and you could back though could you and uh let me look over one more time i think that's it man right. i think i got through all of them all right you guys well uh thanks for listening uh neil had, yeah, was able to drop a bunch of knowledge and easter eggs for you guys so if you uh i know some of you are probably gonna be searching in there for the stuff that he showed uh, he showed us on the on the video feed of this. So thanks for that, Neil. Uh, I can count on you every time we have do a comic. Hey, I love talking comics. Uh, and every time we get a comic book movie, I love nothing more than to, to talk a good comic book movie. I get to talk comic book movies for the rest of my life until I die. Because you know why? When I was a wee little lad, I thought the only Batman I was going to get was Adam West. <laughs> you know, I thought Christopher Reeves was going to be the only Superman I ever see. I thought in my life that I would never see all of this shit that went on. And I was always so thankful for what I got. I mean, now we, you know, we're more movie critics and we're more like a little bit picky about, okay. Cause you know, it's, it's like every other movie is a fucking superhero movie now, but I never thought I was going to get to see this shit. And now you, you know, now you do. Now I do. Yeah. And so I that's I still try to go in with that thought of God, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully this is an X-Men 3. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, we'll do uh we're still figuring out what we're doing next week, but I think Pray for the Devil might be one of them, right? Mm-hmm. It might be the theater mm-hmm. movie. Okay. Uh, you can do some. And Weird Al doesn't come out for like another week. Yeah, so. that's another fourth. So without. Oh, oh, I know what we're doing. I know what we're doing. Pray for the devil and VHS ninety nine. Perfect, perfect. I'm all about it. <laughs> why, why don't we do two horror movies for the week? Oh, the couple days after. But, yeah. By the way, Halloween. I want to mention this because uh, I, I I don't think um, your wife has seen Barbarian. It's now on HBO Max. Yes, I saw it the other day. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, my wife can't wait to watch it. I, 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 I thought you were going to say something else, you know, like, you know. No. <laughs> happy anniversary or something. Oh, happy anniversary. Oh, yeah, it is. You're getting real close <laughs> to that. Yeah. Yeah. Saturday. It's Saturday and Monday like it was yeah. the the weekend of my actual yeah. wedding. Uh, we, uh, Leah's birthday is Tuesday, November 1st. So. Um, oh, Yeah. yeah. We're going to be, uh, on Tuesday, we are going to dropkick Murphy's. Oh, nice. That's going to be awesome. They're, they're great yeah. too. So. Where are they playing Kings? Yep. Okay, cool, cool. 
Yeah, they got to. Um, truck, you know, I know you're an Irishman and you're with, you love drugs and mercies and flogging Molly, probably. Yeah. Oh, dude, I, I like both of them. Okay. Um, and to be honest, Dropkick Murphy's with this new album, boom. But man, we got to get out of here. Right. We've been right. here for too long. You visit us online, we don't suck that network, Facebook, Facebook.com, so she's on this podcast, we're on Twitter, MGS Podcast, we're on Instagram, MGS Podcast. We're on Patreon, Patreon.com, so she's on suck. Go bonfire.com, so she's on suck. It's something to do. Watch, like that, watch the Facebook like the page, watch the YouTube, subscribe, and you send a old fashioned email. Uh, movies, info movies don't suck that net or movies don't suck podcast gmail.com and we're all streaming platforms. If you find movies don't suck and something to do, what do you use for small business? You know, small business. If you have one, let us know. Met page us, message us, let us know, send us information. We would love to talk about you right here on our podcast to our thousands of listeners, our millions of followers. We want to get you out there into the world. Uh, that's it, Chris. Let's wrap her up. That's another episode of Movies Don't Suck and Fun to Do. My name is Neil. I'm Chris. And remember, guys, no matter times that you are a stranger, remember, if you don't talk shit, then Black Adam won't kill your ass. Have a good night. Have a good night.